0: You know, as somebody who knows about UFOs mainly through old science fiction movies that I watched sitting in front of the TV on Saturday afternoons when it was raining, I have to admit that I learned a lot from this show. I always thought it was just really about science and the Cold War, but I've seen a lot of other perspectives as well.
1: Yeah, Ed, I'm one of those classic skeptics that just, you know— Buys into that scientific framework, whole hog, and <laughs> throwing a throwing a heavy dose of secrecy and Cold War America, and what else is there to explain? Except, I was very taken by the racial perspective on UFOs. Uh, I mean, I always thought UFOs, you know, some kind of invasion from out there can't end up in anything good, but that interview that Nathan did really taught me that if you take a racial perspective, if you frame this along racial lines, actually the reactions of African-American musicians uh, have given a very, very different spin to UFOs, very different than
2: that science-technology secrecy framework. Well, that's that's the thing about even the African-American reference, right, is that, you know, it's really as much about community as anything. Um, And it really connects in a powerful way to a spiritual frame or, or a way in which people imagined objects in the sky to be extensions of communities on the ground. I mean, there are references in the Bible that people have long pointed to as being the existence of something beyond the human experience. We call them miracles in one era, UFOs in the next. Or even, you know, John Winthrop, the famous Puritan lawyer, writes in his journal in 1639 about seeing objects in the sky that we would basically call a UFO experience from colonial America. Um, So it ought not surprise us that people are bringing a lens that is religious and spiritual and by its very nature, a kind of communitarian vision to this idea of UFOs, the paranormal, or possibly even folks from outer space. To go back to your beloved Sacramento Bee, (laughs) I mean, you're talking
1: about all of these small towns, communities, the beginning of the 20th century that kind of sense their no longer really mainstream America and very eager to become a part of mainstream America.
2: But what I loved also about that story of even small-town America is that people are also thinking about secrecy. They're thinking about possibility in the future. I mean, in that case, it's about folks who might be secretly inventing the next wave of technological innovation, right? Yeah. So it's not yeah. government secrets, but the secrets of that dentist down the, down the road with that big barn, and you don't know what he's building <laughs> in there. I mean, there's a sense of mystery Did about that. Did you say that. building or billing? <laughs>
0: you know, and something else that really struck me in those interviews was the convergence of spirituality and technology. Things that we often think may be diametrically opposed actually seem to be merging quite often in these
1: interviews. And two of those things merged uh, in the century you're so familiar with, Ed, the 19th century. It wasn't long after the invention of the telegraph with all these words uh, invisibly flying <laughs> over the wires <laughs> right, uh, right. that people began to connect that with a real spirituality, quite literally getting in touch with spirits who had passed beyond, people who had died.
0: And you know, Brian, in our own time, the manifestation of that blurring between the spiritual and the technological and extraterrestrial are in some of the most popular movies of Mm -hmm. a few decades ago, E.T., The Extraterrestrial, and Close Encounters of the Third Kind. In both of those, there is a sort of an odd sense of worlds beyond our own that maybe have a spiritual dimension.
2: I have to agree with you, Ed, that the first thing that comes to mind when I and most people tend to think about UFOs is science fiction. It's popular culture. And one of the consequences of that is that almost by default, we then frame anything that falls into that category as being fantastical or, you know, dare one say, fictitious. Um, but I think it's it's also very clear that regardless of if our reference is pop culture or if it's, you know, the history of UFOs by way of reading the Sacramento Bee, right, that (laughs) UFOs have a history whether you believe in them or not. Um, And I think that fact really is a powerful reminder of, you know, one, that people constantly have frames that themselves have limitations in whatever era that they live, and that maybe perhaps our current frame, in spite of all of its science and certainty, certainly certainty that comes from a a position of faith, may not be able to account for everything that exists out there or even between us.